On today's Dinging Corners, we're talking a little bit about the minors, we're talking a little bit about the majors, we're talking a lot of bit about price drops, and of course, we're talking a little bit about Akil Badu. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Dinging Corners. everyone to Dane Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Nate, and today we are doing our week six MLB recap. We did it a little different last week. We're going to be doing it a little different this week. And the reason for that is I ran into some technical difficulties last night, um, unforeseen. So we are going to be having a little bit shorter of a recap. Still not going division by division, but I still think you will like it. Um, I hope you'll like it anyways. So we have our 2021 Week 6 recap. And of course, we've got Akil Badu, our Akil Badu update for the day. He actually had a nice week this week. Three games, four as a hitter, four games if you want to count his pitch run, pinch running appearance. 14 plate appearances. He hit 300 with a 500 on base and a 400 slugging, which is obviously good for a 900 OPS. Three hits, one double. So the hits... You know, hitting 300 on the week with an extra base hit, that's fine. But the nice thing this week was the four walks. Now, three of those came in one day. But still, that's a big sign of improvement from him considering before this point he was running uh, on base percentages that were like 10 points higher than his average, 20 points higher. So to see him taking walks, even if three were in one day, a really, really, really nice sign. 2Ks, so more walks and strikeouts this week. Two runs and two RBI. It's a nice week. That's a nice week for my guy, Akil Badu, our Rule 5 fever pick of the year. And yet, it wasn't enough to stop the slide from continuing for his Bowman Chrome auto prices. So, of course, you know if you've been watching this for a while. The start of the year, he was all the way up to $205. It wasn't a great idea to buy in. And you can see it here. It was $86, I think, last week. And even with a nice week, it's down to $55. It's a big drop. That's a big drop. And the same reasons last week that it wasn't a good buy are the same reasons this week. You just don't buy at the height of somebody when they have amazing moment after amazing moment. Akil Badu is no different. You know this. We move on. Injuries. So not a ton of huge injuries. You know, last week we had Dustin May. Right. Last week we had Luis Robert. We've had Eloy Jimenez and guys like that. Well, this week is the guy we talked about last week in the AL MVP race. And this was the reason why I didn't think a lot of people were buying him because of injuries. Byron Buxton has been injured a lot in his career. We talked about it last week. He had not played over 100 games in a season in 2018 or 2019 and only played 39 of 60 possible games in 2020 so he's barely playing over half the games if even half the possible games in a year and he's injured again and that's the reason i didn't think people would be buying him because some guys nick senzel for one byron buxton for another they just have an impossible time staying healthy and so byron got put on the 10-day dl or il with a hip strain i read it was a grade two hip strain somewhere um you know, we'll see how many 
days he misses, but it was reported that he was supposed to miss at least multiple weeks. So, you know, you're talking 14 days at least. Um, if you get a stretch in there where there's no off days, you're missing 14 games of the season. So all of a sudden you're down from 162 to 148. And how many little nagging injuries is he going to have along the way? Will he finish at 130 games? You know, maybe if we're lucky, 140. I don't know. But this is the reason Byron Buxton's prices, you know, 275 you can see it there. $275 for his Tops Update PSA 10 Pop 14. There was no sales in the last week, so this is the exact same graphic from last week. You can see it in the price. You can see it here. He's injury prone, and I don't think people trust him, even though he's amazing when he's out there. And he is amazing when he's out there. If you're only playing 130 games a year or less, people just aren't going to invest in you. And it's a tale as old as time. Byron Buxton and the IL go together like peanut butter and jelly. All right, that's all we got for injuries. A good week for injuries. No huge, huge ones. No four to six months ones. Just an unfortunate one to one of our AL MVP frontrunners. All right, on for the minor league recap. And we've got Vidal Brujan, a second base base, a second base prospect for the Rays. So as good as Wander Franco has been, right? Wander Franco has been amazing. He hasn't been the best player in the minors for the Rays. That's been Vidal Brujan. Um, and they have an amazing situation going on for them in the upper minors for their up-the-middle defense at shortstop and second base. And, you know, outfield, Randy Rosarina, guys like that, Kevin Kiermaier, when they get up there. Um, this is going to be really fun watching Vidal and Wander going forward. But for Bruhan, we're talking seven games here, 33 plate appearances, a 407 uh, batting average with a 515 on base and an 852 slugging, 18.2% walk rate and a 15.2% K rate. Now, this is all of minor season, AAA, and this is all of his minor league season, if you're wondering. It's been a week. Four home runs, but zero doubles, zero triples, which is a little interesting to have that many home runs and no other extra base hits. You know, we'll see if it's sustainable. Obviously, a 407 average, not sustainable. 515 on base, not sustainable. 852 slugging, not sustainable. But the 18.2% walk percentage and the 15.2% K percentage, that'd be very interesting if that's sustainable. And the over-the-fence power, maybe some of these turn into doubles and triples along the way, but his most home runs at a stop was five, and that was in like 97 games or something like that. This is four home runs in seven games. So Vidal Brujan, power's coming along. I might be coming along, and all of a sudden, if both those things are happening, he goes from a very interesting prospect to a extremely, extremely 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 good prospect real quick we're talking like top 10 type prospect real real quick for Vidal Brujan um you can see his card over there I am sorry I did not get prices this orange shimmer I believe sold for somewhere between 800 and 900 dollars or maybe low 900s um like 907 910 somewhere around there so it was 800 to 910 but we had some te technical glitches and I was up late, and I did not remember to put a price on here, so I am sorry about that. But you can go look up Vidal Brujan. He's been amazing. I'm sure his prices have ri ro risen, but it's a fun time. It's a fun time to be a Rays fan with Wander Franco and Vidal Brujan up the middle for them. 
And then on to our major league recap of the day. And you've got Jordan Alvarez, uh, obviously outfielder DH for the Astros. You guys all know who Jordan Alvarez is if you're watching this. He's played 29 games this year, 123 plate appearances, a 342 average with a 374 on base and a 596 slugging, which is good for a 970 OPS. Nine doubles, one triple, six home runs, and a 170 OPS plus, which is 70% better than league average. That's really nice to see for him. Um, some things that are confusing about Jordan Alvarez is, so he's currently 24.7% pull. So he's pulling the ball 24.7% of the time, hitting the ball to center 40% of the time, and hitting the ball to 35.3% of the time opposite field. His pull percentage is way down. His center percentage is way up, and his thirty and his oppo percentage is way up compared to other years. His 27.1% hard hit rate, also way down. His medium contact is up, but his hard hit rate is down. And along with that, his 26.2% line drive rate and 38.1% fly ball weight rate are way up. Now, I know that was a lot of stats to go through there. Uh, I just ran through a lot of numbers. What I'm trying to say is this. He's not hitting the ball as hard. He's drastically switched up where he's hitting the ball, and he's drastically switched up how he's hitting the ball. His ground ball percentage is way down. His line drive and fly ball percentages are way up. And the point I bring this up is because sometimes, and I fall into this myself, is that he's got good numbers. He's got really good numbers, and yet uh, there's a bunch of wonky stuff back here, including, including hard hit rate being down. And so it just goes to show you that exit velocity is not always, you know, just because a dude hits the ball 114 miles per hour, 120 miles per hour does not mean they're a good hitter. And just because a guy's hard hit rate has dropped does not mean he's a bad hitter. If you're hitting the ball with solid contact, medium to hard, while also hitting the ball to center and spreading it all around and hitting more line drives, you're probably going to be doing pretty stinking well. And we can see that with Jordan. He's hitting 342 with a 374 on base and a 596 slugging, good for a 570 OPS or 970 OPS. 970 OPS is really, really, really good. Um, the on base percentage, you know, only 30 points higher than the average. You'd like to see that a little bit higher uh, with that 3.3% walk rate. I that's obviously an outlier. He'll get that going. We'll be fine there. But uh, Jordan, some weird trends going on, and yet he's still hitting and yet even though he's hitting you can see this PSA 10 short print 2020 tops short print PSA 10 on the side it's going for 280 and that brings up our slab stocks pro card of the day and it is the short print PSA 10 and you can see here on the graph if you look at that this was about 285 if this was on the actual website you'd be able to go find the price points they would show up when you hover over the point there but it was around 285 um, this card sale happened after this has been updated at 280 shipped. And so, you know, you can see here, March, just a bit above 270, May 285, now 280. So despite how hot he's been, prices really haven't moved, um, whatsoever outside of this weird dip in April. And so from the start of the season till now, prices are the same, despite the fact that Jordan has been amazing. And that will bring us to our main topic of the day. But before that, before that, I just want to talk to you about Slab Stocks Pro. If you enjoyed what you saw there, if you liked the look of this graph, 
um, and everything about it, and you think, hmm, that's interesting. Where can I get that for myself? You can go pre-register at slabstocks.com. You see it on the bottom of the page, slabstocks.com. And then you can, at the very top of the page, we have the buy and sell sports cards online, and you can pre-register now by clicking on that button, and you put in your email address, and you get added to the email list, and we will email you when it is ready to go. So you can pre-register now if you like what you see there. But that brings us to our main segment of the day, and that is this. So Jordan Alvarez has been amazing. Prices have not moved. Mike Trout has been unbelievable this year. He's hitting 355 with a 477 on base and a 673 slugging, which is good for 1,150 OPS or a 219 OPS plus, which is 119% better than league average. So you're basically getting, you know, two and a fifth league average players in one Mike Trout, right? That's amazing. Um, it's like having 10 players out there. And you're looking at prices on February 15th, 2021. So almost as far back as I could go. $5,800 for a Tops Update PSA 10. Nowadays, May 10th, you can see this on the right side of the screen, May 10th, $4,375, despite the fact that this is the hottest year he's ever had and the best start he's ever had and the best he's ever been playing. And yet we're looking at a $1,400 drop on price with his Tops Update PSA 10, despite his amazing play. You know, it makes no sense. Well, let's look at a couple other cards, and then let's talk about it. Ronald Acuna. We're talking... Ah. Well, that's disappointing. I had a Juan Soto in here. I don't know what the Juan Soto, where the Juan Soto went to. Juan Soto, we're going to talk about him, then we'll get on to Ronald Acuna. Juan Soto is not batting very well. He's hitting like in the 260s. His OPS plus is 820, or his OPS is 820. His OPS plus was like 139. So 820 OPS is nothing to sneeze at. Like that's nice. If that's one of your players on your team, you like it. For Juan Soto, that's atrocious. And so his Bowman Chrome Auto was at $2,950 um, a couple months ago, maybe as far back as I could go. Uh, I think it was March 9th. $2,950, and the last one just sold for $1,950. So we're talking a $1,000 drop off of a non-graded Bowman Chrome Auto of Juan Soto. Now, he hasn't been playing well. Mike Trout's been playing well, still a huge drop. Juan Soto has not been playing well. He's been, you know, good, but not Juan Soto levels. And if you're not Juan Soto levels, when you're Juan Soto, you're bad, basically, right? You expect so much out of him that anything less than that is not good. And so Juan Soto, big drop in price because of that. Now, is there a huge buying opportunity here? Is he going to explode uh, once his bat explodes? You know, you're not expecting him to have an 820 OPS this entire season. So is there a buying opportunity there? Probably. If you're getting it for 1950 for a non-graded or a PSA 9 for, I think I saw like $2,050, that's a huge deal. Now, the concern is Mike Trout's been amazing. Prices are dropping. Juan Soto, not been amazing. Prices are dropping. Even if he plays amazing, are the prices going to go up for these base cards? I know it's a Bowman Chrome Auto, but it's still a base auto. And so let's look at Ronald Acuna here. And we're talking February 14th. 
uh, well before the season started, were up to $240 shipped for a Topps Chrome PSA 10. You can see on May 12th, same card, 200 almost $300, 290 plus $8.80 shipping. So the card is up, and that makes sense because he's hitting 304 with a 403 on base and a 640 slugging, which is good for 1,043 OPS on the year, and a 173 OPS plus, which is 73% better than the average. So it makes sense that he'd be up from February 14th till now because he's been playing amazing. But he's been playing amazing in the season, and yet his high watermark for this card was before the season started on March 18th. March 18th, it got all the way up to $462 for a Ronald Acuna PSA 10. Now, that was the highest one by far. Uh, other ones were buy it nows for $450, um, $449, stuff like that, and then lower. So this is very much the high watermark for this card. But at $460, $460 on March 18th, season not started. Spring training happening, but season has not started. And yet he's been amazing. Again, 304 with a 403 on base and a 640 slugging, 172 OPS plus. And yet prices have dropped significantly. I mean, look at that price difference. 160 bucks. 160 bucks off of that card from the high water mark till yesterday. Huge drop. Huge, huge drop. And this brings me to my point. No matter what these guys are doing, playing amazing, playing poorly, their prices are dropping and they're dropping drastically. And so I don't know what really to make of it. Um, there's a lot of reasons. It's not going to be just one reason. It's not just going to be because COVID opened up. It's not just going to, you know, COVID opened up, but all the restaurants and stuff opened up. So people have other avenues to spend their money. It's not going to be just because like stimulus checks ran out or people's tax returns ran out, you know, the various reasons. It's not going to be because people just ran out of interest in base cards, though they might have. You know, there's going to be a multitude of reasons why these card prices are dropping. But for the most part, it's dropping across the board. No matter who you are, no matter how well you've done, big drops. And so what I question is, we're in a lull. We're in a lull. Obviously, buying opportunities are lulls, but or a lull is a buying opportunity, but it's hard to buy because if you spend 290, you don't really know if you're going to be able to sell it if you get comes hot again. You know, he's had a rough month of May. I will admit that 216 average. I don't remember the rest of the numbers, but he's had a rough month of May. Now, if he gets hot again, will those prices go back up? And I just don't know because you're looking at guys that were really hot. Uh, season-wise numbers, and the prices have still dropped significantly, especially Mike Trout. And so we're looking at a situation where we're in a lull, and I just don't have a clue when it's going to end. So if you have base cards and you really don't want to hold on to them, I would suggest selling them and putting them in to numbered cards. If it's Topps Chrome, you have a number of Topps Chrome, sell the Topps Chrome and buy a Topps Chrome Purple or... Buy a Topps Chrome orange or gold or red or blue or green, right? If you've got Topps flagship, buy an independent, sell them all and buy an Independence Day or a black or a gold or a foil. If you've got a Bowman Chrome Autos, you know, sell those and buy a green or a purple or a refractor. Get something numbered. I think that should last longer. But we're in a very weird situation where no matter how well the guy's doing, 
baseball cards were so hot at the start of the year that, you know, nobody, even Mike Trout, who was batting over 400 in the first month of the year, he still went down in price. And how can you start any hotter? And so we're in a weird situation right now. And I don't really have many answers for you. And I don't really think probably many people have many answers for you. Um, it's just one of those kind of wait and sees, but this might be the best buying opportunity you get. But I also don't know when we're going to get out of it. And so if you're buying a guy, make sure it's a six month thing. Don't buy it for like a week or two or three right now, because I don't know if we're going to be out of this in a week or two or three. But if you really believe in a guy like a Ronald Acuna, buy for six months, buy for a year and see what happens. Um, but the short term buying and making money, those days might be behind us. Thank you for joining this us on Dinging Corners today and watching this. I know it's a little bit shorter of an episode and we didn't run through the entire division by division recap again. I had technical difficulties last night. I was up very late uh, remaking this entire PowerPoint. So I forgive me for that. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot to ponder here with the uh, base card market and what's going on and what's in stats. So I would love to hear from you. If you have a chance and you have thoughts on it, please share them in the YouTube comments because honestly, I don't know what to think. I know I know all these examples are base cards, right? It's a base Bowman Chrome Auto. It's a base Tops Chrome card, and it's a base Tops Update card. And there's going to be a waning interest in base cards, especially when you can get, you know, Ronald Acuna Tops uh, Update PSA 10. It's like 17,000 uh, pop report for the PSA 10. So there's... You know, if there's not 17,000 people that really want one, or if there are just 17,000 people, you know, you're not going to have huge prices. And so um, it's base cards. It's people being able to spend their budgets. You know, you don't just have an endless budget, right? You go and you have X amount of dollars you get to spend this week. And during COVID, you would have spent that on cards because you weren't leaving your house. Now you might want to play 18 rounds of golf with a golf cart and spend 30 to 75 bucks, right? You might want to go out to a movie and get a bucket of popcorn and take your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or, you know, your friends or whoever. You might want to pay for somebody at random at work. I don't care. Um, but, you know, 20 bucks in tickets and 20 bucks in popcorn and soda, all of a sudden you've spent $40. You're not going to buy a $40 card now. You just spent $40 in the movies. You go out to eat. Uh, and no matter where you go, you go out with two people, you get a couple of drinks and some food, you're spending at least $50 with tip, at least. Um, and that's in Wisconsin. It's way worse in like New York, stuff like that. And so my point is there's only so much money that people have to spend in the world. And with COVID restrictions loosening, there's obviously going to be more money going around to other things and other enjoyments than cards. So it kind of makes sense. I think that's the one that I'm pegging as the most important reason. But there's other reasons, and I would love to hear from you. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to Dinging Corners today, and I will talk to you again next time.